I was given the arduous task of the message prior to this, and then uh, I was informed 20 minutes. <clears throat> Mark, what you're laughing. It took me an hour to go through with our candidates for baptism, a whole hour to cover the material that I was that that's before me. And then I got to thinking about that and I, how do you make that all into twenty minutes? And then I I think the Lord led in this. I decide to land on just one point. What point? And that is, why are we baptized? Why? If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn with me to the book of Matthew. We believe in believers' baptism. That's one of our tenets. That's, that's what we, we stand on. Understandable, that's why we're Baptist. <laughs> and, uh, and, and to be a believer, it's real simple. It's one, a person who believes in Jesus. One who believes in Jesus. Now, if I would ask the people in this auditorium, do you believe in Jesus? I would say, a majority of you would say, yes, I believe in Jesus. And then I would start playing 20 questions, and and I would try to hone you down to to what you believe about Jesus and, and what have you like that. And you could probably give me what I call a catechetical answer, and it says, well, you, what you've been taught and thus we are, we would be, label ourselves Christian. Uh, I had a rather interesting situation in, in uh, Oregon when I was out there in a young people's group. I asked them, I said, are you a Christian or are you, what are you? And uh, we had a young person in our class, in our group, who was a Catholic and uh, she came up to me afterwards and she said, that's interesting that you should ask that because my sister at the school where I attend asked the same question. And everybody said, oh, we're Catholic, except her. And I said, how did you answer? She said, I'm a Christian. Now, That's how we identify ourselves. We're Christians. We believe in Jesus. I want to read a a rather troubling piece of scripture to you, and it's found in the 21st to the 23rd verse. And I want you to listen to this. And this was very troubling to me in my Christian life. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. 
but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Let us pray. Father, we come to you and we open the scriptures not to find fault, but to allow your spirit to convict, to help us, Father, to understand this important truth of being identified with Jesus Christ. And I pray, Father, that if there be one here, just one who doesn't know you, that they would come to know you. And that, Father, they would put their trust and identify themselves with you. We commit this to, this to your keeping now in Jesus' name. Amen. Why are believers baptized? The last verse makes a very interesting statement, and that's where I'm going to build my premise if, if there's such a thing. He says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. What do you, what do you mean? God knows everything. He knows me. I never knew you. Well, I've gone to church. I've been religious. I've done good. I never knew you. This is a hard thing. To hear God Almighty, through Jesus Christ, say, I never knew you. Maybe, just maybe, some of you here today don't know Jesus. You know about him. You know of him. You know something about him. You know about Christmas. You know about Easter. And you know all the things in between, possibly. But you do not know Jesus Christ. This, this is an idea of being a, not just a, just, you know, knowledge. This is a being acquainted with. Are you acquainted with Jesus Christ? See, we talk about baptism, and, and, and the interesting thing is, Jesus was baptized. Did you, were you aware of that? He was baptized. If you turn back a few chapters to the chapter, chapter 3, you would see the, the baptism of Jesus. He came to John the Baptist in the Jordan. And he went down into the water. And, and John questioned him. He says, Master, I don't, I don't need to, you don't need to be baptized. I need to be baptized of you. And Jesus said, just, let it, just do it. Just do it to fulfill all righteousness. 
Jesus, see, Jesus became man, or Jesus was man. He was the God-man. He, he was that Christmas child, remember? God becoming flesh, dwelling amongst us. And we beheld him as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's what John says about him. And now here he is. He's about ready to go into his public ministry of preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's what John was preaching. Now he's taking up. And shortly thereafter, John's going to lose his head because of a wicked king. And Jesus is the continuing on to, to where the fact he goes into Jerusalem. There he is to be crucified. Put to death for the sin of the world. For the sin of Israel. For the sin of Rome. For the sin of Greece. For the sin of America. He identified himself with mankind. He took on the form of a servant. You know, he didn't come as a king. He came as a servant. He came as a baby. Of all things, he came as a baby. And what are we doing today? We're aborting them by the thousands, by the millions. Because, see, babies don't have any worth. Aren't you glad God in his providence said you have worth and your mother and Father didn't abort you. He became a servant, even to the point where he died. Uh, uh, He died a criminal's death. Was he a criminal? Not to the Jew, he was. He didn't conform to their idea of of what, what what their ideas were. And so they said, he needs to be crucified. They need to be put to death. They did it. They saw to it. They took him before Rome, before Pontius Pilate. And Pilate says, I find no fault with this man. But yet, yet, he turned him over to the Jews and they took him out and they crucified him. He died. He identified with mankind. We're encouraged as people. Jesus made an invitation to, to the people he talked. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and you shall find rest on your souls. And looking at some of you people today, I can almost say, are you weary? Are you tired? Are you run down? Kind of, kind of frustrated? Kind of, you know, you're, the pressures of life are on you. Jesus says, come to me. Come unto me. Follow me. Follow me. But there's a condition. There's one condition in following Jesus, and that is that you take up your cross and you follow him. Deny yourself, take up your cross and follow him. Take up your cross. You deny yourself. That means you just basically, you're saying, here's my life. and Take it, Lord. Here, this is, this is your life. 
Use it as you, as you will. Does that mean a cross? There's people today over in the Middle East that are being crucified because of their faith in Christ. Would you be willing to go that far for Jesus? When you identify yourself in some foreign countries, that when you are identified as Christians, it's a death sentence. So Jesus kind of prepared them that he's saying, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. Where, where, where am I going to follow you, Lord? I'm going to follow you into the grave. I'm going to follow you to the cross, then to the grave. Well, that doesn't look like a very attractive place to go. You ever been in a cemetery lately? Whoops. Yes, I'm sober, folks. Have you ever been to a cemetery? But there, you know, people are just dying to get in there. You know that. It's not a pretty place to be. But yet, he says, this is where I want you to go. I want you to follow me into the grave. Why? Because there you're going to find a new life. Because I'm going to do what nobody else can ever, has ever done before. And that is be resurrected forever. I'm going to be resurrected forever. You're not, they're, not gonna, they're not gonna kill me anymore. They're not gonna be able to crucify me anymore. They're not gonna put me to death anymore. Why? Because I'm resurrected. And what you when you die to yourself, you recognize yourself to be dead indeed unto sin. You're now made alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord, because you believe He's the resurrection and the life. He asked the lady that at, his, at, a, at her brother's funeral. <laughs> I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. He that liveth and believeth in me should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you believe that? And that's my question to you. Do you believe that? If you believe Jesus is the resurrection, if you believe he's the life, if you believe he's who he says he is and did what he says he was going to do, and that's forgive sin and make people a new creature in Christ, then you can know that Jesus, then you know Jesus Christ is your Savior. But if you don't know that, you can know him. What you have to do is believe the word of God. You have to believe what God said about Jesus, what he did for you. It's not that he did for the whole world. He did for the whole world. Remember John 3, 16, for God so loved the world? But that world is you. If you were the only one in the whole wide world, he had died for you. But you're not. But he did. For the whole world. Everybody in this room today. Everyone outside of this church today. Jesus died for them. But they're not being approached with the gospel yet. We are. This is the gospel. 
Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. He identified with mankind. We are to live and walk with him as Jesus Christ, you know, we are to be like him. First John tells us that. When we get into the scriptures, we begin to understand just a little bit about what the gospel is. I kind of like what the King James says rather than the New King James, but the, it says, let your, let your conversation becometh as the gospel of Christ. We'd like to think, well, I make it worthy of Christ. Make it worthy of Christ. <laughs> no. Let it become the gospel. Die to yourself. Take up his cross. And follow him into the grave. So he can raise you. To a new life. These people that are before me. These six people. They had willing to say. People. I believe in Jesus and I want to obey what God wants. Just as Jesus obeyed his father and died, I want, I want to obey Jesus and being baptized. I want to identify with him. I give a couple of examples. You'll hear it. One of the sweetest, loveliest little girls in our church is Ileana Kelly. And when I came here a hundred years ago, she's not that old, I would come up to her, I'd say, good morning, Liliana. Mutton lip, nothing. However, not quite a month ago, isn't that right, Ileana? About a month ago. I saw her face as if somebody turned a light on. She had a smile on her face. A brightness in her eyes. What happened? I got saved. Bingo! She's one. Matter of fact, I think she's going to be the first one, isn't she, Sean? She's going to be the first one. You'll hear a testimony. There's another person here. I'm prejudiced, okay? She knows who I'm going to say, talk about. She was about nine or ten years old. I went to a baptism. I went to see my granddaughter baptized. But she got baptized for all the wrong reasons. She didn't she she believed in Jesus. She she identified with Jesus. She went to church. I think half the time because her parents told her she had to go. Nobody hears that way, are they? You have to come because you have to Anyway, never mind, don't keep quiet. 
And <laughs> but she never had any real realization in her life about the indwelling Holy Spirit in, in her life. You'll hear her testimony. How God had to put her in a tough place in order for, to save her and change her life. Now she's saying, I want to identify with Jesus Christ and his life. These two are examples. They're not any different than anybody else in this room. If you've been baptized, that's fine. And if you've grown to you along, you know, if some of we have visitors, it's not a matter of identifying with, with a church. It's a matter of identifying with Jesus Christ. Doing what God wants you to do. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and identifying with him. And living a life that's pleasing to God. We're going to divide this up into two sections. Uh, the, the service is going to have kind of a, we're hopefully it's going to have some continuity to it. Sean is going to be the first to baptize three people. The reason there are three people, and there's a good story here, Ileana, Caleb, and Ted. Ted was led to the Lord or came to know God through Susan and Sean Kelly. Ted is Susan's brother. You want to talk about somebody and knock you off your feet? About a few weeks ago, he came in and said, Pastor, I want to get baptized. Talk about snapping somebody's head fast. That did. It's just a story. It's, it's just a continuing story of people following God in obedience and saying, I want to do what God wants me to do from now on. I'm, this is my testimony of following God. And it starts in the waters of baptism. And then Sean will come out and I will go back and I will baptize the remaining three people. And uh, you'll hear their stories. The lady really started this whole thing was Marie. She said, I want to be baptized. And I just announced it to, oh, I want to be baptized. Now we got six. See what you started? Man. All right. So I'm going to turn it over to one song. I'm going to lead the song. I'm going to, one verse. One verse. That's all I got. One verse. 354 in your hymn books. I have it in front of me, but I just want to make sure that I'm doing this right. Did I do all right, guys? 20 minutes? No, a little longer, probably. 354. I cannot tell. Just one verse of 354. Let's stand as these people get ready.
I cannot tell the King of, of heaven should leave the peace of all eternity. Why God himself should lay and sit and say here and leave a brother I know I know I don't I be singing and about the other Um, one of our uh, traditions we do here with our baptisms is we often record the testimonies, especially with some of the younger kids, because uh, it's a little nerve-wracking being up here talking in front of people, um, and it makes it a little easier for them. And so what we'll do is, uh, for each of the baptismal candidates, we'll play their testimony. Uh, we think this is important because we want you to let the, well, we want you to know that they have trusted Christ as their Savior, uh, that they understand their sin and they understand their need uh, to put their faith in Jesus Christ for his death and resurrection and his payment for their sin. Uh, and we want you to know that they understand what Christ has done. Uh, so we think that's an important part of baptism. So that we're going to do that. Uh, then we will baptize them. And then we'll uh, do the other stuff here. So uh, we'll go ahead and do that. So Thomas has the recording up there. Hopefully it works. Technology is always fun and exciting, so we'll see what happens. My name is Eliana Kelly, and I am 10 years old. After my sister was saved, I began to think about being saved. I heard about how Jesus died for my sins and rose again at church. This summer, I believe that Jesus died and rose for me. I went I want to be baptized because the Bible tells me I should. It's always a privilege as a father to be able to baptize your children, and so I just think I get this opportunity here. Eliana, based on your uh, profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, baptized into his death, and raised in newness of life. We're going to sing the second verse of I Cannot Tell. 354, yeah, that'd probably be helpful. I cannot tell why he, the joy of heaven, should give himself to suffer for my sin. Why holy God should love me in my shamefulness. Why he should die to draw my soul to him. But this I know 
that Christ the Lord is risen, and praise his name, he's risen now in me. Because he lives, I'll rise to life eternal. He took my guilty heart, and I'm forever free. I'm Caleb Kelly, and I am 12 years old. I wanted to be saved because I knew I was a sinner and needed to be saved. I got saved sometime last winter. I was asked about salvation on my way to the store by my dad. After thinking about it, I decided to put my full faith in Jesus. I wanted to be baptized because I believe the Bible tells us to get baptized, and I want to obey the Bible. Caleb? Based on your testimony of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Baptized into his death. Raised to walk in newness of life. All right, 354, we're going to sing the last verse. Cannot tell when he will rule the nations, how he will claim his loved ones as his own. And who can tell the holy jubilation when all his children gather round his throne? But this I know, all flesh will see his glory, and skies will burst as all creation sings. The sun will rise on one eternal morning, when Christ the Savior of the world is Lord and King. Hi, this is Ted. I basically grew up in the Catholic Church believing that uh, works would save me and I'd go to heaven from that. Uh, one night uh, in Oshkosh, uh, Sean witnessed to me and uh, told me that works would not save me. Uh, he told me that Jesus had died, was buried, and rose again, and that that's the only way that I would be saved. Uh, I believe that in a general term, but not uh, for me personally uh, that night. Uh, a few years later, I realized that uh, I'd never accepted Christ as my Savior, and so I asked God to save me. I professed Christ as my Savior. Uh, today, I want to be baptized in obedience to God uh, and to publicly proclaim my trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Mosa. Based on your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Baptized into his death. Raised to walk in newness of life.
Now we're going to sing uh, 344, Grace Greater Than Our Sin. And they're all changing places in there, specifically Dad and Jim are, so that's why we have a longer break here. Just two verses. Yeah. Is it? Okay, it's four verses here. Thomas is messing me up. Marvelous grace of our loving Lord, grace that exceeds our sin and our guilt. Yonder on Calvary's mount outpoured, there where the blood of the Lamb was spilt. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sins. Sin and despair like the sea waves cold Threaten the soul with infinite loss Grace that is greater, yes, grace untold Points to the refuge, the mighty cross Grace, grace, God's grace Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all our sin. Dark is the stain that we cannot hide. What can avail to wash it away? Look, there is flowing a crimson tide, whiter than snow you may be today. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, Grace that is greater than all our sin. Marvelous, infinite, matchless grace. Freely bestowed on all who believe. You that are longing to see his face. Will you this moment his grace receive? Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all our sin. All right, we're going to sing 526 next, The Solid Rock. And this song 
its main theme in the verse is that Christ is the solid rock. He's the only one that we can cling to. He's the only one that justifies us, makes us holy before God. And he, we need to put him first and make sure that everything we do is focused on him. is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. My name's Jana Hamill. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and rose from the dead for me. I grew up hearing this all my life, but recently I understand it better when Pastor Jim was preaching and was in 2 Corinthians 5, 14b-15. If one died for all, and he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for himself, but for him who died for them, and rose again. I want to live for God. Okay. Joanna, Joanna, I'll get you. Not that one, this one. Joanna, I get these two mixed up all the time. On on the basis of your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with him in baptism, raised to walk in the newness of life. We'll sing number 438. We're going to do two verses here. Heard the joyful sound, Jesus saves. 
We have heard the joyful sound. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Spread the tidings all around. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Bear the news to every land. Climb the steeps and cross the waves. Onward tears the Lord's command. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Wafted on the rolling tide, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Tell to sinners far and wide, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Sing ye islands of the sea, echo back ye ocean caves. Earth shall keep her jubilee, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. My name is Marie Masaccia, and this is my testimony. I grew up in the Catholic Church and school. I knew that Jesus died on the cross to save my soul. My mother passed away when I was young, and in my middle 20s, I suffered from depression and severe anxiety. I felt broken and wondered how God could love me this way. Loretta was always like a big sister to me. She even took me to her church. She encouraged me to read the New Testament and I would ask her questions. This helped me realize that Jesus paid for my past, present, and future sins. It was in my late 20s that I felt in my heart that Jesus died for me and that I can't be perfect because no one is. That's why I always ask God for forgiveness every night in prayer. It was at that point I accepted Jesus as my personal savior. Because of family responsibilities, my beliefs changed. Being a caregiver to my aunts caused a problem with my non-Catholic beliefs. In my late years, on December 2001, I again found a good church and accepted Jesus as my personal Savior. Marie, upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and upon your faith in him for salvation alone, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in baptism, raised to walk in the newness of life. Sing the last two verses of number 438, Jesus Saves. Sing above the battle strife, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Tell the death and endless life, Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Sing it softly through the gloom, when the heart for mercy craves. Sing in triumph over the tomb. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Okay, let's hold on one second. I think I got the order wrong. I think you're supposed to do your testimony first. Is that we're supposed to sing? So, so we'll do we'll do the testimony, and then we'll do the fourth verse after the testimony. So, I I, I think so. Okay, um, so I'm the blessed one who gets to come up here in front of everybody. So, um, hi, I'm Kayla Schultz, and um, I grew up in the church. Sorry, I have a tissue because I'm going to cry. I know it. Um, 
I grew up in the church, and I knew of God, as my grandpa said. He basically gave my testimony for me. Um, But I didn't know him, know him. And my parents divorced when I was young, and I was put into foster care. And my foster dad's actually here, my adopted dad. And um, I went to church and all of that. As my grandpa said, I was baptized when I was about 9 or 10. It just it didn't mean anything. I just did it because pe- people were doing it. I thought it was cool. And that, well, um, at age 18, I dropped out of high school, and I left my adopted family's home to go live with a guy and stuff. And I things just went downhill from there. I battled with alcoholism, with drug addiction, and that went on for about two years. And I, November 4th of 2020, I was incarcerated for a lot of dumb things. And it was in there, it was November 15th of 2020, I was having a conversation with my cellmate who was a believer. She was a Christian um, and stuff. And so we just started talking about things. And it was then that night that I had decided that I needed to give my life back to God and I gave it to God and I told him that he can have all of me so today I want to be baptized to show people that Um, I want to show people that I have given my life to God and that I want to follow him and do whatever he wants me to do verse of Jesus saves while she gets up there. Give the winds a mighty voice. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. So let the nations now rejoice. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Shout salvation born free. Highest hills and deepest caves. This our song of victory. Jesus saves, Jesus saves. Just follow. All right, Michaela, or Kayla, I know her by Michaela. She, it's both. It's, yeah, whatever. It's both. Michaela, over here. Right. On your profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Prayed with him baptism, raised to walk in a new newness of life. Okay, if you take your hymnals, I'm gonna sing the number three forty-five. What a wonderful savior. Um, as we reflect on these baptisms, these are people who have come forward and said that Jesus Christ has saved them from their sins because of his death burial and resurrection. I, I think the message you want to get out of this this morning is that every single one of us, every single one of us does not meet God's standard. Every single one of us cannot do anything to earn our salvation, cannot make ourselves right with God. It's because of what Christ has done, because of his death on the cross that paid for our sins, uh, because of his sacrifice for us that we can have salvation. And we have a wonderful Savior. This song starts out, Christ for uh, for sin has for sin atonement made. Jesus Christ has paid for our sins. And because of that, we have a wonderful Savior. 
that we can worship him and celebrate that. Let's stand together and sing number 345. What a wonderful Savior. Christ has for sin atonement made. What a wonderful Savior. We are redeemed. The price is paid. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. P.S., can you hold up a second? Look at that chorus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. This is, a, this is a personal thing you have to do. This isn't just, you know, we're Americans, so we're all Christians, we're, we're saved, or we're, we're all churchgoers, so we're Christians, so we're all saved. This is a personal decision you have to make. It has to be your Jesus. This has to be something you choose to do, that you make a decision, God, I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to put my faith in you as my Savior, as my Jesus, as my Lord. And, and it's a decision you have to make to trust in Christ's death and burial and resurrection for your sin. So I encourage you, if you haven't done that this morning, that, that you're in need of Christ to save you and, and trust him as your wonderful Savior. Let's say verse 2. I praise him for the cleansing blood. What a wonderful Savior that reconciled my soul to God. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. He cleansed my heart from all my sin. What a wonderful Savior. And now he reigns and rules therein. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. He gives me overcoming power. What a wonderful Savior. And triumph in each trying now. What a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Jesus. What a wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. We'll sing one more song here while there, uh, people are still getting changed. And uh, that's number 492. Thank you. Normally I have a bulletin or a guitar or cheap music up here. Now I'm dependent on the slides here. So 492 at Calvary. I think for our people at our church, we don't sing this one too often, so hopefully you'll be familiar with it. Uh, my daughter Abigail said, oh, this is a southern song. We used to sing this in the south when we were in North Carolina all the time, so our family knows it. Hopefully you know this also at Calvary, a beautiful song about God's mercy, his grace, his pardon to us, 
that he purchased as he died for us at Calvary. Let's sing together. Years I spent in vanity and pride, caring not my Lord was crucified, knowing not it was for me he died on Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free, pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burning soul found liberty at Calvary. By God's word us my sins I learned. Then I trembled at the law I'd spurn. Till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Now I give to Jesus everything. Now I gladly own him as my king. Now my rapture soul can only sing of Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was verified to me. There my burdened soul found liberty at Calvary. Oh, the love that drew salvation's plan. Oh, the grace that brought it down to man. Oh, the mighty gulf that God did spare at Calvary. Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. There my burden soul found liberty at Calvary. I'm going to have you all sit. Didn't realize I had you stand for two songs, but that's okay. I've been standing for all the songs, so um, that's good. Uh, Pastor Jim should be up momentarily. So I'll just uh, go ahead uh, and kind of run through what's going to happen in the next few minutes here. Um, as part of what we do with baptism, is that as baptism is identification with Jesus Christ, it's also an identification with the body of Christ. And the body of Christ, you know, can mean a couple things. One, it's the universal body of Christ. You, as you uh, trust Christ as your Savior, you become part of the body of Christ. Uh, certain passages like 1 Corinthians 12, uh, different places, Romans 12, tell us that we become part of God's body. We become members of one another, and we're joined together, and we're part of an organism called the body of Christ, and that we're all an important part of this organism, the universal church. Uh, but we also, as we get baptized, we put ourselves in the local body of Christ, and uh, this is the body here, Northridge Baptist Church. Uh, so the people that were baptized are going to, in a moment, in a moment, uh, we're going to have a official motion and vote to bring them in to the local body here and make them officially a part of this church uh, because they're identifying not only with Christ but with the body of Christ. And locally we feel that there's an accountability there to say now that, hey, you guys are now accountable to the body, that uh, the body says 
okay, you, you've identified with Christ, you've said you're part of Christ, now we can say, hey, you're part of the body of Christ, you ought to be living like it, and we're going to hold you accountable. And also, you have a responsibility to be ministering and sharing and holding us, who are already in this local body, accountable too. So you can say to me, hey, Sean, you're not doing what's right, you're part of the body of Christ, I'm going to hold you accountable to do what's right. And so there's a mutual accountability there, and we're going to officially do that. And so we're going to do that. We have a vote. And then the fun part comes after that. We'll close in prayer, and then we're going to go eat some food. So, so I'm going to turn over to Pastor Jim now that he's all dry and looking okay. I'm dry. Yeah, so I'll get out of the way here. Do you want some mic? Uh, Let's give you a mic. Yes, give me a mic. Hi, Mike. As I, we told you that we were, we were going to have a, uh, we had a baptismal class a number of, uh, a couple of weeks ago or last week, and I in, instructed the people about baptism, but I also t- instructed them about uh, church membership. And it's it's one of those one of those situations that when you read the Bible it, it's it speaks very generally very broad, but yet it speaks very specific. When a person is baptized into Christ, he's baptized like Sean said into the body, the body of Christ, and uh, you're, you're identified now with a body, a universal body of every believer in the world. We are a local church. We're part of that body. So when we baptize somebody in, in the church, we baptize them where they're identifying themselves with this body. And so uh, what I did on that class, I, had, well, I was very sneaky about it. Not really. I had the leaders of our church, our deacons, and, and Sean and myself and Lynn, uh, be there. They took the class with them. They went and heard the testimonies as you heard them today, except for Michaela's. We had to, I gave, uh, she wrote her testimony out, and so basically what ends up happening, she, what, they heard it for the first time today. So now I'm going to ask all the members, all these candidates, or all these people that were baptized today to come forward with me. Every last one of you, you're in trouble. No. I'm giving an invitation. That's one of those few moments I did get to get an invitation and people respond. Oh. Uh, Anyway, I'm light about this, but this is very serious because these people are saying they're wanting to be part of this local assembly. And this is very important because it, it, they're saying, I want to identify with the people in Northridge. I want to p- identify with the Lord Jesus Christ with the people at Northridge. And so it's my privilege to present to you these people for membership. And I'm going to basically ask for a voice vote on this. And uh, do I hear a motion to accept these people as a as members of the church. Judy. 
your second, Bethany seconded it. For whatever reason, all right, there's been a vote, or there's been a motion and a second. Those in favor say aye. Anybody say no? Not. <laughs> he doesn't have a vote yet, no. No, not kidding. All right, that sounds to me like the ayes have it. I would like those who are currently members, members, we're going to stand right here, and I want you to come around uh, when we get done with the prayer and, uh, and come around and welcome in. We give them right hand to fellowship, and then when you get done, we're going to go over here, stand over here, because when you get done with us, you're going to go right in and, and to the goodie bar and have, have some fellowship with us over there. There's snacks. Uh, we're not serving you dinner. We are just having snacks. Uh, I call it a pre-dinner snack so that you can get your... Mid-afternoon snack. No, morning snack. Anyway. Mid-morning. Anyway. So let's pray. And then we'll move over here, and then we'll go this way. Lord, we come before you, and we thank you for each one of these people. There's, there's Ted, and there's Eliana, and there's Caleb, Marie, Jana, and Michaela. We pray, Father, for each one of them as they take on this new role, this new responsibility of being part of a body. And, Lord, we pray we might have the boldness, even as Peter had, to recognize that you are the Lord of our life and you are the Savior of our soul. And we pray, Father, we would not be ashamed of it, but, Father, would tell people of the power of God unto salvation in this assembly and wherever we might find ourselves. Thank you for these people that have come to witness this. We pray, Father, you would, we would be drawn all together to you. Bless the fellowship that's to follow. Bless the nourishment to our bodies that we might go out glorifying and honoring our Savior, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray, amen. Just follow me over here.